The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. It's day seven, live at Training Camp, UC Health Training Center, 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Tim Patrick, more like Tim Tragic, and an all-time Dodgers great dies. All on a drink-throwing, ACL-tearing, role-play Wednesday edition of the program. Yeah! Oh, my goodness gracious! Who do you think you are? I am! What it do, baby? What it do, baby? Yeah! Danny Bailey, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well. Doing well. Reeling a little bit from uh, Mm -hmm. yesterday's events that transpired at Broncos training camp and then in the broadcasting world. But yeah, it's it's Wednesday. It's hump day. And we're... We got, Mm -hmm. you know, the Hall of Fame game tomorrow. So football is right around the corner. Your positive uh, aspect on life is making me even angrier. Here's how we get over it together, okay? First hour, all sad songs. Okay, we don't deserve to be happy or feel happy after the, you know, this Tim Patrick injury, who's maybe one of the, you know, most just most beloved, most belovedest guys out here. Maybe the greatest current success story on the roster, Tim Patrick. That is one tough pill to swallow. And man, it's like, um, Sad songs, I think, you know. Had a bad day again. Can you think of a sad song, Anillo? Anything that... Yeah, um, uh, here's an... I don't know what it's about. You know, I, that, but, isn't that like a love song? Is that a sad know. song? Super makes me sad. You know what I mean? And then it's like, uh, who's that dude? Um, Tracy Chapman. You like, hey, yeah, you got a fast car. Is it fast enough that you can fly? And then she's like, you know, she she left school to take care of her dad. You know, so I quit school. That's what I did. You know it. You know it, that one? No. Okay. Well, you run the show anyways. He runs the show. I run the show. I run the show. Okay. Day seven. It's like we're this is the halfway point. They go to 1130 today. It's supposed to be light work. It's easy work. All work is light work today. Easy here work. At. All work is light work. Tomorrow they go to 1230, though. So Rochelle is going to drop the kids off here at the end of the show. And we're going to go hang out at the hill, but there's no time. So JJ's like so pissed. God, I hate you guys. Oh, why? I mean, like there's no tomorrow. We can chill, hang out the whole thing. And he, you know, he's like, we're all ready. We're all ready to go. God, uh, I hate you, Don. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know. 
I just uh, feel like everybody around here is down, downer. Danny Bailey reminded us it's the third year in a row the Broncos have lost a receiver to an ACL. KJ last year, Cortland the year before, and now Tim. So that sucks. Man, we talk about it all the time to the point where it's like, I don't know, kind of a, a thing you hear me say. It's kind of a, a, a boring where I'm like, yeah, the healthiest is about just staying healthy out here. Yeah, you know, let's just go out there and be healthy. What's, you know, what's the goal today of practice? You know, what are we trying to accomplish? I'm like, well, stay healthy, you know, and then we just move forward to the next practice without our, any of our knees being shredded out or Achilles being teared up or anything like that. So that plan went not according to plan yesterday. These things happen, but like we said, we might have said it yesterday with Coach Stitt that the healthiest teams survive until the end of the season. Well, you got to the, with the healthiest teams with the best quarterback survive till the end of the NFL, you know, season and make a run in the playoffs. 2015 Broncos. Yeah. Peyton was kind of half washed or hurt or whatever you want to pretend to call it. But the rest of the team was super healthy that entire year, except for CJ Anderson, Ronnie Hillman led the team in rushing that year. But CJ Anderson came back, and we know he was kind of the motor behind it all. By the season's end, Peyton came in, the general, lead him, just enough. But as a whole, the defense was super healthy that year, and the offense was was too, for what it was at the time. Of course, those weren't our best teams of the Peyton era, but it was the right team, the right place, the right time, the healthiest team at the right time. And I don't know, man. I'm kind of heartbroken about it, but if there's one thing that this team had, it's depth at that position group. Martrell Washington, is that right? Camp Darling. Camp Darling, that's for sure. So why don't we and, get... And uh, isn't there, hasn't the guy who's first out on the field every single day, isn't he a wide receiver? Aiden yeah, Davis. He is a wide receiver. He's a rookie. He's from Northwest Missouri State, unsigned college free agent. Um, Martrell has looked really good. He looks like uh, they might have found a diamond in the rough. Uh, A rookie from Samford. No, 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 no. Not Stanford. I said Samford. Uh, Fifth-round draft pick. Yeah, this year was Montreal, Washington. And people at the time were like, a receiver? What are they thinking? Cecil's like, I just don't understand the pick there. Blah. Oh, well, now do you understand it? The guy's a talented guy. He's showing it right away. And maybe that's the kind of depth that this team might need in order to get to double-digit win totals. You know, Tim Patrick was one of your top – Tim Patrick's one of your top – 10 players on the roster to lose a top 10 or 12 player on your roster like that totally sucks. It's heartbreaking. It's crushing, but you have to find a way to move forward. Next man up, step it up and I get the NFL. Yeah. You know, just that I'm a winner. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. There's no excuses. 
excuses are like buttholes. I don't know what the saying is, but everybody's got one. Yes, I think it's opinions, but ex- I think it works for excuses too. Yeah, excuses are like bungholes. <laughs> Did I say bunghole yesterday on the show? Or was that after the show? I don't think you said it on the show. It must have been after. Oh, that was the after show. Yeah. Have you heard about the uh, new revamped Broncos Blitz podcast? Whoa, I have not. Have Why don't you tell me about it? That? Well, they finally took Ronnie's name off of it <clears throat> and got me some wicked artwork. It's badass. That is badass. Yeah, thank you. So I expect to be doing some of those podcasts with you, Danny Bailey. Are you ready to go? Oh, I'm super psyched. Yeah, man. We have fun doing those. Yeah, I like those a lot. Yeah, me too. Okay, so it's 9.09 a.m., 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. You know, if you need to call us, we'll make it work. Going to try to have a couple little guests today here midweek, take care of some stuff, catch up with some guys, the right guys. Um, I would have loved to get Sakamano yesterday. I was just like, he's just trying to, you know, man, God, what a ledge. He was telling me another story, too. I can't tell you about it, really, like what happened. I told you a Shanahan story. He was like, you think you're effing better than me? That's <laughs> a great story. Oh, my gosh. And he was like, oh, respectfully, sir. Yeah, I think you're being a bunghole. But I expect, uh, I don't know, the mood to be a little down today. It was according to plan that they go to 11.30 today, 12.30 tomorrow. So after ramping it up the last couple of days today, they probably take it easy on the guys. And we'll see what happens. The crowd didn't look like a gigantic crowd. It'd still be a good day to come out. There's plenty of time. They haven't started just because the show starts. I mean, the party doesn't start till we walk in, and we're probably going to leave before the thing ends. But in the meantime, the in-between time, I'd come down here. I like that throwback. What Jersey song was that? That was, that was really smooth. Oh, really? I it's recognize it, but I don't. I can't yeah. place it. Um, let's see. And the party doesn't start till I walk in. It's not a um, Run DMC. It's a damn. I don't know. There's no one here who would know anything about it. I asked Moser. He'll be talking about Tony Bennett or Vic Super Green. He gave you know what it is? What? Tell me. Oh, maybe maybe that's a different song. Okay, I got a different song that has that same oh, line. I gotta keep I gotta keep looking. I gotta keep looking. Uh, there's Kesha says it in TikTok, but that's not the one because you said different lines. <laughs> it's not Kesha. Um, let's see here. I'm just looking now. Damn that. So, uh, what was your feelings when you heard anybody but like take me but don't take Tim Patrick? Were you thinking that yesterday? Uh, I was thinking I would give my, I would gladly give my ACL for Tim Patrick to have his not what, torn. Listen, would you really do that? Sure. Listen, Danilo, I don't know. I mean, you like the Mets, you care about our teams here, you have some other allegiances. Would you have? Given your ACL for Tim Patrick to be healthy, you wouldn't have done that. Cianilla wouldn't have done it. You would have done it, Danny Bailey. I bleed orange and blue, and Nilo's a Cowboys orange fan. Why would he do yeah. it? He's right. Nilo's a Cowboys fan. 
What'd I you found do it. It's that? Welcome to Atlanta by Jermaine Dupree. No, that ain't it. Are you sure? Yeah, that's was before that even. He he took that. I know that little line because he, he uses that line. He steals that line. That's like that one where it's like he has like everybody on it. He has he does his own. Yeah. Thing. He has like on it. Welcome to Atlanta. Remix. Oh, okay, yeah. Every I guess everyone's used that used the line at some point. Um, five uh five minute no Houdini. I don't know. Five so. minutes of funk. I'm I'm seeing it right here. It's like the very first part of the song. Now the party didn't start till I walked in, and I probably won't leave until the thing ends. But in the meantime, and in between time, if you work your thing, then I'll work mine. No, mine's mine before that guy. Man, that's yeah. 1984. Really? Yours is before that? No, that's they it. They were man. making music like that before that's that. It. Can you play it for us? Yeah, let me see what I can do. I just got okay, the lyrics in front of me now. Yeah, you're good. My bad. Let me uh, talk for a minute. And we'll... I thought we were doing sad songs. <sighs> the vibe changed. You're the DJ. Well, what would you have for sad? Uh, it was, you know, it was kind of a heater. <laughs> okay, go with your plan. Go I'll, play, <laughs> I'll play that one coming back into the next segment. Okay. Um, so let's get set up a break here whenever you want. We're they're just getting stuff set up here. Hard working dude, no one knows about just walked by that. Uh, you know, it's you'll never know the guys out here who are doing some of the dirty work for the team, dealing with jerks, people, media guys, fans, complaining people. Yeah, this is a really sad one. Super sad. This one's for Tim. This was a heater. You're right. Yeah. I probably would do the ACL for Tim Patrick. I'm 40. It's like, what do I? I'm a dad hooper and all. They'll take me out of the game. I'm probably gonna put on like 100 pounds turn into a beefcake here but once I get my new ACL back I'll be motivated again if I don't fall into a super depression or something like some of the guys do it's tough I'd do it for Tim Patrick I think I don't know I wouldn't do it for Montreal Washington I definitely wouldn't do it for Dirty Duty I'm just joking Danny Williams and Danny Bailey UC Health Training Center day 7 of training camp we're live it's my life sports The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Ain't it? Ain't it? That sounds funk. This isn't it? Here's the line. Sounds real funk. Now the party didn't start till I walked in And I probably won't leave until the thing ends But in the meantime and in between time If you work your thing then I work mine We came here together so we could have fun I think Me my guy stole it from this guy <laughs> I'll find it I'm gonna find it by the end of the show It's a great line, obviously It gets reused a lot That's for sure uh, 303-831-1340 The hotline as well as the text line Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys, the interaction, the participation. Like we say, it's not when we're, you know, we're out here for a few weeks. It's not the regular show in studio. 
Uh, it's a different show. It's a different kind of show, but um, we want to take advantage of being out here, and uh, it's been good. It's been awesome, man. It's you know, it's, it's it's we're in our same corner. We've been here for about you know t- at least twelve years, and I've been you know doing sports talk radio, and it feels like the same. It's like it, it, we were taking this was taken out of our hands over the last couple of years. COVID changed protocols and and kind of the situation, but you know, Cello and I never took for granted being out here, and um, it's just really cool. We're in the shade. We got no room to complain about anything. The fans are out there riding in the sun right now. If you're in the sun, you're going to be hot. It's tough. But, you know, this like being at the game, sitting on one of the sides of the stadium and getting that sun beat down on you in an early season game in the uh, 215. You just got to when you're a kid, like you don't feel the heat. You know, my daughter, my my Olivia, like she kind of. She doesn't have as long of a battery life as my two other bigs. And, um, you know, but JJ, man, dude, like he'll he'll swim for like three or four hours. And then he'll be like, let's go to batting cages or let's like, then we'll like practice that day. And then he'll be like, let's go putt putt. I'm like, bro, chill. I mean, I'm down. Let's party. What flavor white claws do you want to party with? But um, it's tough. I can't. I don't got the same motor like I used to, like Anillo. Young Stallion, Zach, all these young guys. Like, yeah, man, I party till 1 a.m. Closed that bar last night. Just slept at the bar and rolled straight in here. Bars closed at 2, actually. The bars closed at 2? Well, I passed out around 1. They let me just sleep there in the booth. Rolled in to be early here to get the scoop. That was Cody. I was like, dang, that guy's committed. Can't do that kind of stuff anymore. Um, Okay, so... The significance of the Tim Patrick injury, it's a big one because, Anilo, there's a there's a chance that Tim Patrick's your best receiver on the roster. Leading touchdown getter the last couple of years for the Broncos. But while I say that is, okay, try to follow me here, Danny Bill. Are you with me? Always. Okay, appreciate you. So Cortland Sutton was a second-round draft pick. You might want to save this for a promo. Cortland Sutton was a second-round draft pick who hit, had a bunch of success, a couple good seasons uh, with horrible quarter quarterback play. And, you know, even to this day, to this day, there was people to this who— day. There was people who had Cortland Sutton and a couple pieces who said he's going to be the next Cooper Cup, the next breakout receiver. Wow, I don't know if I believe all that, but that's what other people kind of believe. So that's kind of, again, second-round pick, had a bunch of success, got a new contract, all good, okay? Jerry Judy, a first-round draft pick, a first-round draft pick in a historic receiver draft, okay? One for the ages, absolutely for the ages. K.J. Hamler in that same draft, a second-round draft pick. We are like, a receiver, receiver, what are these guys thinking? Well, you know, they, whatever it was, those are the decisions that the franchise made, and now we're here, okay? The first-round draft pick and the second-round draft pick, those guys are going to get every last, not just every opportunity, okay? Every But like, the team, the organization, the front office, the coach, they want it to work out for their highly invested assets more than the guy who's undrafted in Tim Patrick. So the Tim Patricks of the world, the Chris Harris, when he used to come on the show and we used to say, man, that chip on your shoulder, you know, com- coming from 
nowhere uh, from nothing with no expectations. Guys like Tim Patrick have to prove it over and over again so much harder and more than Jerry Judy and even KJ and definitely, you know, uh, Cortland Sutton, a guy who's absolutely proven. So Tim Patrick is like, you don't, they don't want it to not work out for Tim Patrick. Of course you do. You want all your players to have success, but they want their highly invested acquisitions to pan out. They don't want Tim Patrick to be outshining these guys. So kind of my point, there's that. My point is the Tim Patrick contracts making what 10 buck, 10 million bucks this year. Finally, finally, the Rock has finally, he's at the Rock has come back. He's at an even playing field in terms of a respect level. They have all these other guys, includes Jerry Judy now, includes KJ Hamlin, includes Cortland Sun. The, the, the contract kind of speaks for itself. And finally, the hard work and the reputation that this guy's, you saw the team crowd around. KJ Hamler happened yet or uh, um, around Tim Patrick yesterday. That kind of stuff's kind of unusual because for one, it's shell shocking to the rest of the guys. So you're supposed to like have this guy help him off practice, cart him off like he was carted off, or have two guys help you know hobble him off, and you just keep getting to work. But where everybody kind of knew, uh, you just you can't see it. You know, it's like there was you're not supposed to record this stuff. So I'm like, the Broncos probably have footage of this and nobody else. Okay. No, that's a wicked hat and nobody else. But um, when you saw that new buckle, you knew it was over with the crew, the team, you know, crowds around him and kind of, we just kind of knew, just kind of knew. And that's it. One down for the Broncos, a top 10 or 12 player. So does that bury these guys? No, they're not buried. You know, a certain receiver, uh, you know, lost on another team might be devastating to their overall kind of big picture aspirations. Can we survive? Yeah, sure. What time is it here? I'll talk. I talked to Emmanuel Sanders a bunch yesterday. My uh, my cousin saw Emmanuel Sanders because his son was training at Jenkins Elite, and my cousin is a quarterback out in California at, in college, and he saw he saw him at Tim Jenkins' camp there because E-Man was there with his kid. Your baby sister, mama, mama cousin Tracy? Okay. So, yeah, Emmanuel. I'll tell you what he said. On now, I'm gonna have a little guest on real quick, and then I'll tell you uh, when we go to break. Uh, can you come back on, Danny? I'll give you some info. And uh, that's it, man. It's it's kind of sad. Is this a sad one? Sure, they yeah, kind of rock. So. I don't like the mood for it's it. It's a rock song, but yeah. it's sad. Yeah. If this is rock, I don't want to be right. Uh, 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Day seven live. UC Health Training Center. Total bummer. I mean, nothing's really happening, but you kind of feel the mood in the air a little bit. I mean, this is that's what this that's how the game is played, man. It's like the last man standing sometimes. I mean, the Chargers specialize in major injuries year in and year out at this point of the year. So 
I think the Broncos are going to be okay. Totally sucks. I hate it for Tim Patrick. You know, I can only imagine his, you know, the emotion um, that he's having at the highest point of his life, of his career. I mean, the money that this guy's made. You know, I, I always say that guy never made any money. He hadn't even bought his mama a house yet because he hadn't had. He never really made that kind of money. He finally does, and then look what happens. So. It's the way life works, man. The highs and the lows. I was just heartbroken for him. But we'll be back on the other side. 303-831-1340. Danny Williams and Danny Bailey. And Nilo's hanging out with us at Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Only when you're older, you'll see too. Yes, perfect. This song's making me everything. Who would you call this here? Who would I call it or who is it? Both. Um, I, it's Flora Cash. Flora Cash? I could read you. Definitely making me feel super sad. Perfect. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Sad songs only for the first hour in honor of Tim Patrick. We'll crank it up in the second hour and try to make life worth living again. Uh, totally sucks. It's devastating. Uh, it's the If there's anything you know to really take from seven days worth of camp, it's, it's that you lost one of your A players. Maybe kind of a heart and soul guy. I don't want to start saying that kind of stuff because I don't want to, you know, jinx these guys. But uh, Tim Patrick has the heart of a lion. And it's kind of a huge crushing blow to this offense that seemed like, damn, Portland Sutton, Tim Patrick, and Jerry Joey, and KJ Hamler. Well, you know, now a couple of those guys have to kind of move up at spot. They have to have a diamond in the rough in Montreal, Washington, which is a total possibility. They're wondering, why did you draft that guy in the fifth round uh, when you're so deep at receiver? Well, just for these kind of reasons alone, you draft talented guys who can make your team and you see, you know, something special. And they might have had him as a, you know, a third or second round grade. I don't really know that to be true, but if there's one guy who has a chance to go replace him. And then, you know, I think that, you know, if you have Jimmy Graham as a tight end, uh, you, you you throw the ball to him, okay? But other than, you know, the, that kind of season uh, a couple years ago, Russell Wilson's never really been, you know, had eyes for his tight ends, at least not in a really highly productive kind of, you know, uh, maybe it's a scheme or maybe it's just – where he looks and the chances he's willing to take. And every guy's a bit different, but I think they probably utilized some tight end this year. And I'm not good because uh, Saubert, Saubert, just because Saubert had a couple days doesn't mean, oh, wow, look at this. This guy's, you know, going to catch 10 touchdowns and go for um, 75 catches. I really totally don't believe that. Just trying to kind of, you know where I think it may be, Who's how they compensate a little bit? Well, if Tim Patrick is going to catch five or six balls a game for, say, 50 or 60 yards, well, I'd say two of those receptions probably go to Javante Williams now. 
one or two of those touches goes to Javante coming out in the flat or, you know, standing back there to block. And then he kind of runs up. I don't know what the, you know, you call that play runs up about three or four yards right past the offensive uh, on defensive lines for a little kind of quick hit in the middle of the field and a go. Um, I think there's, this is, this is not a devastating loss to the roster and to the big picture. Um, chance for this team to make the playoffs and maybe even further. I don't believe that to be true. But man, if you Broncos say are a double digit win team like we all believe, or at least I believe they're going to be that extra weapon, you know, kind of soldier in and Tim Patrick is just another stud that you have to worry about. So um, it's like you got to pay the guy as proper, you know, you got to feel bad about it because the guy is worth feeling bad about. But then we have to find a way to move on and move forward and try to believe that this is why they, answer, you know, drafted KJ after Judy and drafted Montreal in the fifth round kind of stuff. Cortland Sun's going to be a Pro Bowl caliber player, and maybe Jerry Judy will be too. We both guys go for 90 catches now. Everything's changed now, at least in the perspective of touches, because we've done this a bunch all offseason for months, maybe even once a month. Who's going to lead the Broncos in production? Judy, Patrick, or Cortland Sutton? And we've had three different answers from over and over and over again. Um, who would you have said, and who did you say? I forget Danny Bailey on that one. About what? The, <laughs> the question of who would have had the most production, be your most productive receiver this season of the three big three before Tim Patrick's injury. Who, who would you have said? Um, I would uh, probably say Corlin Sutton, but I think Tim Patrick's right there with him. See, there was a point a couple months ago um, – where I think a lot of people would have looked and leaned towards Jerry Judy. And still, some people still believe that. We've gotten that answer. Uh, Cortland Sutton's your most proven product. And if he goes back to being Cortland Sutton, he's going to catch 80 balls for 1,000 yards and have, you know, eight or 10 touchdowns. But Tim Patrick was, again, what led the team in touchdowns the last couple of years and is a true product, I think, of, again, when he's your third receiver by design or depth or because you know your your you know quality of talent or investment uh, on the field then then you're tr treated as such especially when teddy bridgewater is a quarterback who's gonna you know make easy little quick decisions it's not gonna have the time to drop back pat the ball go through all the progressions and hit Tim Patrick. So what I'm saying is Tim Patrick might have had a chance to be a real star with Russell Wilson and still might have a chance to be. Let's go out and get John Scanlon. John, are you there? Yeah, Danny. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. John Scanlon puts these card shows on that are amongst the best in the game right now. And there's, you know, I mean, like, dude, maybe in like a region now because, you know, they got other stuff going on the East Coast and the West Coast, and that's where the, con you know, the conventions are. And, you know, maybe the mega dealers or maybe like the basketball guys who have all the expensive basketball stuff. But like in what we got going on in town right now, there's nothing better than what you have been putting out there. These monthlies and then your big show. Can you talk about it real quick for us? Absolutely. I'd be happy to. 
first of all, August 26th, 27th, and 28th, we've got a real big show going down at the Crown Plaza Convention Center over near the airport. Um, we're going to have roughly 250 tables of dealers set up and all kinds of stuff going on. Um, I'm real excited to actually announce our autograph guest list to you if you don't have if you have a moment and want to check Do it, it out. Um, Absolutely. Let's hear it. That's what the people want to hear. We have a Bronco lineup that should bring every fan out to see us. Okay. We're starting okay. with Don Horn, old Bronco legend. Yeah. We've got Jake Plummer. Ooh. We've got Rod Smith. And that that's our old vet guys, right? Okay. Yeah, I love it. For current players, we've got Caden Stearns, oh. Justin Simmons, nice. Patrick Sertan, Ooh. and Javante Williams. Whoa, that's the best of the best. Now, unfortunately, that's the best like we of the best, like, literally other than Russ, which is like you can't get that guy because he's probably got to deal with fanatics or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something crazy. So, wow, that's great. Yeah, and honestly, had we talked about this three days ago, we would have we had Tim Patrick on the list. Unfortunately, but due to his injury, he's had to cancel. So we're wow. looking for another slot to fill. But we we are loaded up with Bronco guys for this. So I, I'm hoping to see lots of Bronco fans out there getting autographs. Proud of you for putting this thing together. It's not easy to do. These guys are expensive. It's a t- it's time. It's hard to align the stars to get you know the the right guys have have them be in town for this kind of thing. And um, yeah. sounds like it's going to be a pretty huge event. Maybe one of the best we've ever had. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that's the case. You know, we want to leave everybody with the solid taste of Colorado's collecting. You know, we know here we've got a great core. I know we're going to have a lot of guests from out of town that aren't here all the time. Yeah, We're showcasing what we've got. So I think it has all the makings to have a fantastic weekend. Well, I just think it aligns with the fall, aligns with football season. The timing of this thing's pretty good. Like for me, man, I was out like three weeks over every other week of span over the last like month or a couple months. It's just like you have vacation time you have to use, and it's just like people are all over. Everyone's schedule's thrown off because your kids are home for the summer. So um, yep. it's the, the routine of the fall. I think a lot of people are kind of looking forward to, um, and I think this show um, here at the end of the month, it's the perfect time. For for us to kind of gear up for this thing to make it kind of special. Um, if yeah. anybody, are you set on dealers? What if somebody wants to set up? Can they get a hold of you on the web on the website, or what are you thinking? Absolutely. We still have vendor spaces available. We can fit up to 400. So if you guys want to flood me with requests, let's go. Right? We are. Yeah. You can find all the information you need at allcardsweekend.com. Again, that's allcardsweekend.com. And that is all the information specific to our big show. You can find our autograph guest list. You can go ahead and pre-purchase your autograph spot in line so you don't miss. Oh, cool. That's cool. That's a good idea. Okay, John. um, Man, anything else? Let's do this a couple more times since we're ramping up for this big show. And we'll we'll pump this lineup up. It's incredible. I mean, imagine bringing one, you know, white Broncos football and le- leaving there with seven autographs on it that day. I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll start something, you know, if you're trying to get those collectibles going or start somewhere or get something for your kid going and have a Broncos ball with everyone on it. Some people do, you know, do different things like that. What yeah. an opportunity, right? Absolutely. And we can't wait to showcase it, showcase these great autograph guests that we have and showcase the, 
collecting world of Denver to everybody who's coming in to see it. All right, John, man, we really appreciate you, buddy. Okay, let's get back in um, our routine here and um, get this show get this show lit up for you guys and and i appreciate you buddy i appreciate you too danny as always it's been a blast and we look forward to the next time thanks buddy yep bye okay so we can set up a break here go out on time as usual i mean it's kind of what we do around here uh if you're new to the show okay i'm lying a little bit we play a little loose okay but it looks like my guy, Caden Stearns, Caden Davis. I got my Cadens wrong. Caden uh, Stearns uh, is not out here. It's Caden Davis again. First guy out here. No surprise that he made a big play down the sideline yesterday. Uh, fighting for an opportunity to make this team uh, got a little bit easier um, in a tough kind of way as Tim Patrick goes down. He's irreplaceable, but I think the best thing the Broncos have going for them is that Russell Wilson is going to find some, you know, I don't think Tyler Lockett was all that much of a player. I think Golden Tate was kind of, you know, more like Golden Taint. Um, I don't think he was that great of a player. I think think Russell Wilson just made those guys look like stars. I mean, Tyler Lockett's a nice player. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and DJ Metcalf's not going to look and be the same player that he was over the last couple of years with Russ. Um, he's going to take a little bit of a step back. But, you know, the Broncos now are going to have some guys who you've never really heard of or might be have an opportunity and be called upon to make some plays for this team without Tim Patrick. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Danny Williams, Danny Bailey back on their side at Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Just yesterday morning, they let me know you were gone. Yeah, it yeah, definitely makes me set this one. You know, um, makes me feel old and sad. This is a uh, great request from our guy F. Lewis. I like to see it. He's got a lot of, uh, he's got a very sophisticated palate when it comes to this kind of stuff, just this kind of stuff. So, love F. Lewis. Any text for us you want to read? You know, should we? Sure. Uh, sure. I got, a, I got not too many, uh, but I got a couple I can get to for sure. Uh, Alo wanted to suggest that maybe it was a Sugar Hill Gang song you were thinking of earlier on. Who possibly? But I looked it up and I couldn't find those lyrics. But maybe it was the Danny Williams remix of some Sugar Hill Gang lyrics. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I've been known for that kind of stuff too. Uh, I found it. Bro- Brogham, I walked in. Who? Brog, Brogham, Bro, Broham, B R O U G H. A B R O U G H A N. What do you think? I think it's it. We did it. We did it. We found it. 
We did it. We found I'll it. That's play, it. I'll play that one in the second hour for sure. Yeah. Beauty queen. Okay. Uh, we got like six minutes left. Hey, you want to put the headphones on there, big cat? Got Zach Seegers here looking good. He's got those blazers on. Always rocking the blazers. I know. I love it. Hey, buddy. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Glad to be out here. Going to be a slower day today with walkthroughs. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just just I want to see how the team energy is. Because mm, after that Tim Patrick uh, touchdown, you had the Montreal Washington backflip, but it felt like the energy just drained from the fans on the berm, from the media no in attendance, it. from the players no, on the field. It feels field. like it. It's absolutely what happened. Everyone's kind of heart was cut out. I think we're still feeling the aftermath and the ramifications for it a little bit. We'll see how the team reacts today. Uh, they're going lighter today. That's totally by design. It's not because now they're worried they're going to, you know, guys going to be getting their ACLs torn up. Uh, yep. Tomorrow will be, um, you know, they'll ramp Hard it. Again. They'll ramp it back up. But uh, give me a few things now that we're halfway. We're the halfway point of training camp. Little couple standout things, something. Give me something that's fresh and sexy. You know, I, I think number one, especially because it's topical now, is the other wide receivers stepping up. Jerry Judy, in my opinion, has stepped up this camp. Corlin Sutton has had a lot of tough matchups with Pat Sertan. I think he stepped up this yeah. camp. You've has seen him win some of those, uh, though Pat Sertan's won the majority. But when you put him up on Ronald Darby, who has been doing a great job against everyone else, yeah. uh, Corlin Sutton stepping up. And then Montreal Washington's absolutely a story. He went from... I, I thought he was going to be a special teams only player to now. I think he's going to have to have a part in the offense. And I feel somewhat confident in his ability to uh, uh, at least help KJ Hamler. Uh, I got uh, a couple guys. I got a couple guys. And then the edge group too. the young, the young players in that edge room and on the defensive line, that being Uwazarike Henningsen, Browning, Benito have really, really impressed me uh, so far this camp. Okay. Well, let me tell you, I've been saving this here. Uh, okay. So, Emmanuel Sanders. Talk to him. Yeah. He I says, would... Ooh. everyone wants you to come back and replace Tim Patrick. Let's go. And he says, I don't see that happening. Ooh. Mm. He is one of the like big name veteran options I like best. Looking at t- looking at the list of Cole Beasley's names. probably my favorite. Mm. Cost you nothing. Gonna come in and work hard. It's I not just about think it's a lot. So different from what Tim Patrick brings you. Well, yeah, yeah, but things you know that's the we have a Cortland Sutton. You know, Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton almost look kind of similar in. Um, stature and in, in nature a little bit. So maybe the dynamic would be bringing in someone like a little easy outlet, hard worker, was never going to be covered. It's happy know, playing a little know, bit like, or a lot. The I mean, entire what are Buffalo Bills were annoyed with his whole shtick. Like his whole, oh, I'm all about grinding and all about working. Like that whole narrative kind of went the, out the window No, it was the year. COVID uh, yeah, yeah, vaccination that, stuff that yeah. rubbed people the wrong way. Yeah, and and – it was a huge off-field distraction for him. So that, like, he's all about football. I think the last time we saw him, he kind of clearly demonstrated that's not the case. Mm. Right? Right? Wasn't his whole thing, mm. look at me. I'm yeah. going to be a man of the people and speak up for uh, he. I mean, there's a lot Facebook of guys who say a lot right. of crazy stuff that, you know, is annoying and stupid. But if he wants to play football, he has to come here. And I just know. There's sh- a lot of people to do it. And Give me another option. Because I don't want to sign Odell Beckham Jr. So that's not an option for me. 
I don't like Odell. How about Will Fuller? Guy's 28. It's going to cost you too much. He's waiting for I, money. That's going to cost you five or six million dollars this season on a one year. He's going to be out for you him. You know what? You know what? I say do it. You're about hey. to save. You're about to save two point two, which is almost half of that contract you just threw out. Damn. You're going to save two point two on moving on from Sam Martin on a, on upgrading. Isn't your Will Fuller like a reefer addict? You no, have- that's uh, you're that's that's never been a thing in his. Career. Are you sure? I'm sure he got a PED suspension. Well, that's the same thing there. That's not the same as I'd rather be on reefer, bro, than PEDs. Probably. If you're on PEDs, uh, you have to take stuff to like make you think you're good enough to play. You know what I mean? It's like a mental. I, if I'm off of it, I, I I'm not. I, that's that's steroids, bro. That's like that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, but I. It, that's like what happens to baseball players. Why would it be any different for a football player? I need we, that now. That's we've why we've seen him play without those substances. I don't just have a we good have. football player. I'm not yes. so sure we have. Uh, this is ridiculous. He's he's four years younger than everyone else, and probably the most, the best out of the bunch. That's not Odell Beckham. Well, he's a guy who doesn't January. make sense that he's on the street. It makes sense. Colt Be- Beasley's on the street. Why in the world would Will Fuller be on the street if he wasn't drama, um, had a bad rap, or wanted too much money? It doesn't matter what you think. What do you think, Andrew? The situation he likes and you're right the broncos would probably have to give him a decent chunk of change but this is the one year you have russell wilson cheap this is the one year you can spend extra money on the pieces around him and tim patrick being down hurts that you need to replenish the receiver room do it and uh, granted fuller has durability issues you probably don't get 17 games out of him but you need to add some depth to that room and he adds some of that he's would you rather have piece. fuller signed at six and a half million dollars for the year or Martrell Washington stepping up and becoming a player for this team, catching 40 balls. So you have offense. to assume Montreal Washington's capable of that, though. That's operating under the assumption Montreal Washington can do that at a high level, and I don't think we've seen enough. Like, he's been the best yeah, player, but, arguably, out here for camp, and I don't think we've seen enough. My point to my point to that is the team would prefer one of their own guys to step up and do the job. Once they realize maybe those guys aren't capable, yeah, that's, when you, that's when you move on. But it's, they and would by the prefer, time you realize that, some of these veterans are probably off the market. Eh, probably. Eh, I don't. There's no time to get desperate here. It's not like we're th- – this isn't like the Rams last year where the expectations were to win a Super Bowl. These expectations are slightly less than that. Slightly less than that. They're not all the way, all the way in, but they need to be pretty close to it. Because again, this is the one year you have Russell Wilson cheap. This isn't just like no, no, no. Hard around here. I believe you can compete for a championship this year. Okay, but they're not going to go in as such. Uh, it took even uh, when they brought in Emmanuel and Demarcus and all. I mean, it took them a couple of years to figure out exactly how to complement Peyton and figure out exactly what they needed to close the gaps. You know, so. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm feeling you. It's it's tough. It's tough, man. It's too, I don't I don't want to feel like I think there's teams that lose a receiver at his, his caliber, and you kind of look like, well, they're done type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, say Mike Evans goes down, or say uh, Tim Patrick was just so valuable because the other three, if not four, top receivers, if you want to throw Albert O in there, have huge question marks. Albert O has had durability problems throughout his whole career, dating back to college. Last year is one of the only four yeah, healthy seasons he's I played. I feel you. I'm not looking at Albert O as like some savior. I'm looking. I'm at with they- you, but he's number four. You've got Judy, who 
uh, still hasn't proven it at the NFL level. KJ Hamler coming off an ACL. And then you've got Corlin Sutton, who hasn't shown it since 2019. There's a lot that needs to be proven with this uh, receiver room. It's, uh, they it's got crazy. just Alan Lazard in Green Bay and then a couple running backs. You know what I mean? It's like a great quarterback will find a way to make it work with the talent that he has. Don't you underestimate sure? this you talent. Sure? I would say don't underestimate, underestimate the talent. 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. Thanks, Zach. I appreciate you, buddy. No problem. Thanks for having me. Sure, of course. Danny Williams, uh, Danny Bailey back on their side of Smiling Sports. I need a place to hide away. Oh, I.